0: For an hour or two. Hello friends, this is Larry Goldman and you're on the Binge 10. This is the best shows I watched last week and things that you should be watching the week starting April 20, I'm sorry, April 12th. Um, uh, really, really big news in the TV world this week, a brand new streaming service, Uh Meg Whitman via e ebay of ebay ebay lineage uh started up quibi quibi came out this week quibi's deal is small short episodes so usually under 10 minutes uh and then they release an episode uh every day uh except for the weekend i just found that out today um so they got a bunch of shows out there extremely extremely well funded i i i I think they got funded up to like seven hundred and fifty million dollars. They might have just got another round, so it might be even more than that. But it's a lot of money to make a lot of content. They've got some big stars. The one I started with this week is the most dangerous game. Okay, uh, this movie, TV show, book, whatever it has been, has been done and redone a bunch of times. It's all about hunting other human beings, and it's been done in a variety of different ways. This is a very good version. This is with Liam Helmsworth and Christopher Waltz. Uh, Christopher Waltz is the main Nazi from *Inglorious Bastards. He, uh, he actually won the Oscar for that role. Uh, pretty intense, very suspenseful version. It's just Liam Helmsworth running from people that are trying to kill him in Detroit, which is actually the way things work in Detroit. Um... Waltz puts some humor into it. So it's not all uh, sweat and running. Uh, He he puts a little extra humor into it. He's got his banter going. Um, What I found is Quibi is not a lot of fun to binge because, you know, every eight minutes you're starting a new episode and it gets a little clunky if you're binging, but if you keep up with it, like once I, I I felt like, uh, you know, maybe four episodes behind caught up. And then you listen, you know, you watch eight minutes a day. Um, and that's pretty good. And it's pretty fun. So, uh, you know, you could watch it in between commercial breaks of other shows. So I like Quibi so far. There are a couple other shows I'm interested that I'll tell you about next week. Um, but I started with the most dangerous game and I'm recommending it. I think there's still a lot of different promotions that you can get Quibi for free on. Um, so uh, I signed up. I, I actually have three months for free as an early sign-up. Um, number two this week, a Letter for the King. Uh, this is out of Netflix. It's a pretty solid family drama slash action show. It is for little kids. Uh, you know, this is for your standard uh, son of a famous knight who doesn't have quite the skills of his father. But guess what? He's smart and he's likable. And so it seems like a good idea for a special mission for the king. A pretty standard show here, not too much guesswork. Good for young kids who like a little fantasy; they'll appreciate it. I would say a little below the age of like uh, what Lock and Key was. Probably a little too young for me and my family, uh, but but a solid show. A Tales from the Loop on Amazon. Uh, I finished this one up this week. Uh, uh, Tales from the Loop stars no one, which I think is great. Um, Even though I finished it, I still don't know exactly what the loop is or what the eclipse is and what the science they're doing there and what's behind this is all going on. But every single episode, it's kind of independent. There's a little bit of a string of a plot that comes through all of it. Um, But each episode has some... Unique phenomena caused by the loop. Um, I thought it was really interesting. Uh, you had to pay attention. This is not an action show. Uh, I really, really recommend this show. Uh, uh, great final episode. That was a really good final episode. Uh, not, like I said, not a lot of action. You got to pay attention. I'm really interested to see what they do with a, in a, a season two of this. I finished up Money Heist this week. Money Heist also on Netflix. I cannot explain why I like this show so much. Uh, I'm not the only one because Netflix actually has a documentary about why people like Money Heist so much. So again, you know, I talked about uh, the first episode last week. This is a Spanish show. It's dubbed. So it can get really ridiculous at times, especially because the characters are always arguing with each other as a dubbing. Uh, the characters are ridiculous. The writing, or at least the English translation, is kind of silly. The action's pretty good. And the plans and the plot are so overly complex. It's crazy. I like it all. I love it all. Um, I didn't dig the season's ending. Um, uh, I won't give it away what happened, uh, but I'll definitely be watching next season. I recommend Money Heist. I recommend you watch it uh, from the beginning. Uh, uh, this is actually, they're on the second heist right now. The first heist was great. The second one's very good as well. Um, uh, But I don't recommend you getting involved with this just right in season four. Start in season one. Uh, It will take some time, but it's worth it. Uh, Next is Occupied. I got a tip to watch Occupied on Netflix, and I'm glad I did. Uh, It is a few seasons old. Um, It's a really interesting story. So, it basically, this is a story of Norway, and Norway decides to stop creating fossil fuels, gas and oil, for obvious eco and green reasons. Um, but they face extreme backlash from Europe, because Europe is, in general, is not ready to go away from oil and gas. They're getting a lot of oil and gas from Norway. I, I haven't really fact-checked that that's actually what happens today. I don't know if that's where... Europe gets most of its oil, uh, but that's the way the show goes. So Europe sends in Russia to kind of force Norway to restart production or, of course, threaten some sort of a takeover. So the story really revolves around Norway trying to do the things Europe wants it to do so Russia will leave, while Russia keeps clawing ways to stay involved, to stay in the country and exert more pressure and presence. So it is a Norwegian show. It is in Norwegian. Uh, It is subtitled. It is not dubbed, so you do have to pay attention. I'm recommending the show. I'm almost done with season one. It's going pretty quickly for me. Um, And, you know, I'm pretty interested in the way it's going to go. Again, the tension and the suspense is mostly around this friction between, you know, Europe told us we did A, B, and C and they would leave us alone. We've done A, B, and C. They're still here. When will this end? Next on regular cable, The Last OG, season two of Tracy Morgan's show. Uh, Tiffany Haddish is his wife in this show. It's about a father returning from prison, trying to put his life back together. It is Tracy Morgan at his most Tracy Morganish. If you hate Tracy Morgan, don't watch this show. If you think he's okay and you like Tracy Morgan, give this a shot. Uh, the show has many great lines. It's also got some eye rollers in it where you're like, all right, that, whatever, that joke was a, whatever, you know, it's a lot of Tracy Morgan, long strewn out one liners. Uh, some are good. Some are not good. I think the show is just okay, but I think it's got a pretty good following. Um, uh, Mark Marin, he's got a comedy special on Netflix right now. Um, it's of course very very political. Uh, makes fun of eco supporters, the government, of course, the men who think too much about sex. He actually predicts the pandemic. He actually predicts it in this in this show, which is really interesting. So while you're watching it, know this happened months and months before the pandemic. Uh, and he doesn't say there's going to be a pandemic, but he hints that something bad's coming, uh, and he describes kind of what's going on right now. Um, uh, highly recommend the show. It's just, you know, it's your standard one hour comedy from Netflix. Um, if you're very politically motivated and you're going to get upset with somebody that doesn't agree with you, don't watch this show because it's pretty, uh, it's pretty blunt. Um, but if you could just listen to it for laughs, if you can make fun of yourself and others, uh, you'll like this a lot. I really liked it. He of course is, uh, Uh, you know, kind of on the left side, a little bit of a liberal. Um, but you know, I think everybody will find this stuff really funny because he mostly makes fun of, uh, liberals. Um, also in line with the comedy this week, online for online comedy, uh, the comedy sports sports with a Z does an improv competition every Friday night. So it's basically two improv teams, uh, against each other. And you vote and you participate and there's a referee. Uh, Pretty good stuff. They're competing to win your laughs. Uh, Second City, also out of Chicago, uh, does Tuesdays and Thursdays improv. Um, Comedy sports is is a little bit better if you want to participate. It's less people. You can actually get your ideas noticed. Second City, it, it looked like there were thousands of people on this conference call or Zoom conference. Um... There were tons and tons of people on it, uh, people all over the country, uh, uh, international. There was somebody who was in from the Bahamas. Um, so it was really good. It was really funny. But you really can't participate. It's really hard to get your ideas in. People are using the uh, uh, the Zoom chat like they're posting stuff on social media. Uh, and, and so it doesn't really work because there's just so many people. And again, not 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 quite participating correctly, but that doesn't matter. It's it's really really funny. It's Second City improv. You can't beat it. Uh, next on my list is Bruise Brothers, a new comedy on Netflix. Pretty raunchy stuff about two brothers making beer. There's lots of beer jokes, lots of jokes about making beer. Uh, it just didn't resonate with me. I couldn't tell if it just wasn't dirty enough or it was just dirty about stuff I really didn't want to hear about, like just too dirty about dirty things. Um, I'm not recommending The Bruise Brothers. I might try a couple more episodes. Not recommending that right now. Lastly, on Hulu, Future Man is in its third and final season. Future Man is one of those, uh, you know, not-so-heroic guy gets forced into saving the universe type of thing. Uh, Season three, Future Man and his two friends, Tiger and Wolf, are on the run for being time criminals. Future Man has some great action. It's mostly a violent adult comedy, though. Uh, They got some dirty jokes. They got some violent jokes. Um, They're constantly picking on each other. Uh, I recommend Future Man. But if there's only 10 things you're going to watch this week, what 10 will it be? Schitt's Schitt's Creek uh, had its series finale this week, so that's all done. Uh, Modern Family, after 11 seasons, had its series finale. They were both very good season finales. Modern Family was, of course, a little more sappy. Uh, I also like Modern Family's documentary about the show with all the all the cast. Ed O'Neill's just such a great guy. Um, uh, and, you know, I, I'm not sure if you guys knew this. You know, Ed O'Neill was the second pick for this. They were going to get Craig T. Nelson, uh, you know, the coach. Um, he decided to do Parenthood. Um, which was a very good show. Not sure if it ever got what it deserved, uh, but it only lasted five years. I think Ed O'Neill won out. Modern Family, 11 years and a whole lot more money. Um, uh, so obviously everybody likes Modern Family. Who doesn't like Modern Family? Uh, I, I watched the series finale If it if it fell off your list. Um, You can still catch Modern Family every single night on multiple channels. These guys never have to work again. But I always like to play the game of, who do you think will ever work again? Not too easy to get lightning twice, right? Ed O'Neill, he's done it. He's a wealthy guy. He he probably doesn't need to work again if he doesn't want to. Um, Ty Burrow, Julie Bowen, Sophia, she's good looking enough that she'll probably get something. I don't know if any of the kids will. I I would be a little surprised if any of the kids get something good again. Um, So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see which one of these guys survives. Like I said, they're all rich beyond belief at this point. Just doing Modern Family is a great career. Um, So what are my top 10 for this week? Uh, Number 10, Black Monday. Is Mo a snitch? We'll find out. Better things? Uh, Sam gets stoned. Why not? Why not? We've done everything else on the show. Number eight, man with a plan, a whole show about not lying or continuing to lie to your wife. Very funny stuff. Homeland had a big reveal this week. Um, but will Carrie get to expose it? We'll find out this week. Of course, Brock Meyer moving Brock Meyer way up this week, bringing back his old girlfriend from season one. Fantastic. She is hysterical. They're great together. Um, Tacoma FD. I've already told you how much I like Tacoma FD. You got to watch the show. After the show, they do another half an hour. It's just a Skype thing with the two creators, and they have some guest stars on it. Um, (laughs) This week, I think, what they call it, Talk Coma was better than the actual show itself. But the show was great. Again, the country music on this episode of Tacoma was absolutely amazing. You could watch it just for the soundtrack. Number four, Dispatches from Elsewhere. We'll finally find out who the woman that kidnapped Clara is and what her backstory is this week. So it seemed like they could have just ended the season last week, but they're squeezing out a couple more episodes, kind of bringing you back in time. So I'm excited for it. Number three is Westworld, really action-packed season. Very different than the other seasons, but I'm digging it. Better Call Saul, number two. Better recall, Stalt Stuck in the Desert with Mike was no fun for anybody. They're still in the desert, so we'll see where uh, the next episode goes. Devs, I think the season finale is next week. Uh, can't wait for that. Things are things are all coming together there. On the outside looking in, Blacklist, War of the Worlds. Briar Patch ends this week. It's never made in the top ten, but I have watched the whole season. Uh, I talked last week about Vagrant Queen. I'm really on the fence with the show. Season one was okay. Season two, uh, I'm sorry, episode two was iffy. Uh, episode three, not so much. So I, I'm going to give that one one more week. Um, shows you can binge end to end that are kind of new. Uh, again, I'm rolling stuff off when they get a little bit old and maybe I'll put them in the classic section. Um, I wasn't really sure where to put Quibian. in. Um, uh, is it a series because it's an episode a day or is it a binge I'm putting it in the binge for now so my top 10 on the binge is future man if you didn't see the first two seasons recommend it but uh, you can start season three and get the hang of it pretty easily number nine occupied eight is high fidelity number seven killing eve you've got one more day to binge before the premiere tomorrow and hey if you don't get it done by tomorrow the nice thing is you could you could wait a few weeks and then binge this season of, of Killing Eve without having to wait a week. Uh, number six, Picard. Number five is Money Heist. Four, Tales from the Loop. Three, The Most Dangerous Game. That's how much I liked it. Two, zero, zero, zero. One is the Ozarks, of course. Uh, on the outside, looking in on binging Tiger King and Hunters. Um, so upcoming this week, I did not get to Home Before Dark. Uh, on uh, Apple Plus this week. I was too busy binging Money Heist and uh, Tales from the Loop. Uh, So uh, Insecure comes out on Sunday. The Good Fight, uh, you know, like I said, I got CBS access for another couple weeks. I'm going to try it. Killing Eve premieres tomorrow, Sunday. Run! So, uh, you know, the nurse from Nurse Jackie, not Nurse Jackie, uh, Mary Weaver, she's on this. Uh, I recommended Unbelievable last week about the two female detectives hunting down some charges of rape. It's a great season uh, to binge. She's on run. I'm really looking forward to this show. Um, I've got some conflicting information. I do not think the new Walking Dead series is on tomorrow or this week. I think it's going to be on next week, but I it definitely didn't hit my DVR for Sunday. Uh, it's called Walking Dead, The World Beyond. I think Rick may makes some cameos here. I hate Walking Dead right now. I despise that show. Uh, I'm not watching it at all. Uh so um, you know, take take what you will on that one. Uh, The Innocence Files, it's a new documentary coming out. Bosch is coming out on Amazon, one of my favorite series. Uh, Mrs. America New FX series and What We Do in the Shadows has their premiere. Um let's see here. A movie I watched this week, downhill. Will Farrell and Julie Louise Dreyfus look it up. 35 percent on rotten tomatoes it's pretty good stuff um it, it's meant to be a dark comedy uh so if you're not in the mood for a dark comedy wait until you are otherwise um you know you won't like this at all uh even it being a dark comedy this is pretty some pretty serious stuff here uh it can be uh it can be a little difficult to watch uh basically about a couple who uh who Wasn't getting along before taking a ski vacation. And it's not getting too much better on vacation. Um, But I'm recommending it no matter what Rotten Tomatoes says. Um, Let's see here. All-time binges. I'm kind of running out a little bit here. So I'm going to take it a little bit slow this week. I'm only going to give you three. Uh, I'm going to go way back again on HBO. Big love about some uh, uh, Bill Paxton, Mormons uh some bigamy some polygamy um good good show can get intense at times can be funny at times um but basically people trying to hide who and what they are uh in the world um and it was it was great back then and 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 it holds up now um netflix i'm still i'm gonna double recommend afterlife here ricky gervais's show uh Season two will be in just a couple of weeks. And so I'm trying to get you guys to binge stuff before it comes out. One of my favorite series of all time on Netflix, uh, half fantasy, half science fiction, half thriller. I have too many halves. I realize that um, is the OA really trippy stuff. Uh, they definitely did two seasons, maybe a third one. Um, But definitely the way they finish this series doesn't come full to fruition. I think there were some complications with making the next season, but it is really, really good with a great evil guy, a great bad guy, Um, and really highly, highly recommend OA. It's one of my favorite series of all times. We'll continue this next week. Everybody stay safe. Make the best of how this is going for you and watch some good television.